Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, what you need to know is I, if I sound a little off, it's because I'm still sick. So thanks. Yeah. But it's okay. But. You know, it sounds I sound a little weird, but I just want everyone to know I recognize that. I did a Lindsay impersonation the other day and people really liked it. It was very good. You know, it was kind of impromptu. I don't know if I could replicate it. Um, it was something about a team, and I remember just saying it like you would, and it. I might kind of, be able to find it. Yeah, if you can yeah. find it, yeah, it was great. like something like that, some noise. No, it was more like a like kind of like the. It was something about the. Was it about? It was on Monday, right? With it was like a, yeah, I think yeah. it might have been about like a Cleveland team. I don't remember. Oh, it had to be something about Baker Mayfield. Or Maybe it was Baker. Like yeah, yeah, I think it was Baker, yeah. the touchdown maker, touchdown no, Los Angeles. What is that? Yeah, JB Long. That, that is not what oh, JB Long wow. sounds like at all. At the end of every call, JB tails off every touchdown, Los Angeles, Baker Mayfield. That is not true. Yes, it is. Go find the JB Long call. If you Laura, find you if you find the touchdown pass from last week <laughs> when Baker Mayfield threw that, he last might have second. like just lost his voice. No, for no, a second. no, 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 no. He, he what he does is he he. I don't mean it to be so Jerry Seinfeldy. He just tails off. Right, every that's exactly call. what you right. sound like. He tails off every call. Baker Mayfield, Los Angeles. Does his voice more, crack like that? He has, no, he has also that's more. Me. He's not Bobby uh, from like the Brady Bunch. No, you know that's what I mean? me. Like, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Just at the end of every sentence. <laughs> JB, I think you're awesome. He is awesome. Okay. He is awesome. Yeah, JB's great. Love JB Long. Can't, can't be doing JB. Not so accurate. But no, yeah, it is. Whatever. You'll hear it. Yeah. Okay. Right, go ahead, okay. Lynn. Sorry. All right. So Beyonce has announced a pair of club renaissance events to set to take place this weekend in L.A. Mm. Details of what the two night affair will entail are unclear, but it's expected to be a listening party style promotional event for her latest album. So back in October, Beyonce threw a club renaissance party during Paris Fashion Week with Tyler, the creator, Doja Cat, Halsey, and all kinds of other celebrities that were there at the invite only party. But this one is open to fans if they can get tickets. Um, they sold out online in seconds this morning, but they're already selling on third party ticket sites. So if you want to be part of Beyonce's club renaissance this weekend, you're probably going to have to pay a lot of money for tickets to that. But I feel like that's something that Cappy would probably try and do. Where'd you say it was? It's it's an undisclosed location. Mm. So they're keeping it on the DL unless you have the actual tickets. You won't know until you get the tickets. And how do you get these tickets? Even now third parties? I got to yeah, go to like... Gotta, yep. I gotta, who you do I got to go to? Go on the Google, go on the Instagram, go on the Craigslist, social media. It's the only way you can get them. You know, I've seen Beyonce in concert a couple times. And if I'm being honest, I'm good. What? Yeah, I'm good. I've seen Beyonce a couple times in concert. I, I'm good. Now, if you told me this was Jay-Z, I'd be like, all right, I got to call somebody. Well, Jay-Z might be there. I mean, they do live out here. It's probably going to be a very star-studded event, Captain. So I have a story of Beyonce and Jay-Z. I was at the Super Bowl in New York. So what year was that? 2014? That sound right to you? 20, I'm going to say, yeah, like it could have been the beginning of 2013-ish. All right. 
nonetheless, it was mm. uh, it was in that general area, mm. um, and we went. We were in. Tri- we were out late. We went to a bunch of parties that night in New York City, and we ended up at some like bar club in Tribeca. Okay. Okay. And I was like, oh, there's a great like. Um, breakfast like soul food type place like uh you know country like open 24 7 yeah okay yeah because it's late you said right country like style fried chicken right like comfort food place sounds good it's called bubby's okay hello bubba yeah like that yes but different kind of bubby okay um and i'm like let's go this place is great so me and my four friends go and there's nobody in this place right so it has like a it's a big place so it's got like a couple of different rooms but the room we were in has like a private room in the back that doesn't have like doors, but you, but it's like a little separate, right? It's kind of like a carve out of a door, but okay. there's no doors. Okay. And it's like a separate room. So all of a sudden we're, e- we're eating. It's like two in the morning. Okay. We're eating. And all of a sudden. Don't even tell me. Beyonce and Jay-Z and their security team walk in. How many security? I think at least two or three. Okay. Gotcha. I don't remember. It gotcha. was, I was fairly intoxicated that night. Um, so I'm like trying to grab my, f- no, it wasn't me. It was my buddy, Greg. I, I won't say his last name because he works for a media company in L- that is in L.A. Not not Greg Bergman? No, not Bergman. Different Greg. Um, he said his buddy. Oh, oh that wow. was mean. Oh, jeez, Lindsay. <laughs> You're just making a joke. I feel like that's a joke Cappy would have made. Oh, it is funny, though. <laughs> um, but so Greg busts out his phone. And like is doing one of these, like kind of like a barely above the yeah. table. Doesn't want anybody to know he's videotaping. Like, no, he's trying to take a picture oh. of Jay Z and Beyonce. Gotcha. And the security guy looks at him and goes, No. What do you mean no? And what do you mean no? This dude weighed like three hundred pounds. Hey, listen, pal. Yeah. Listen to me. Yeah. I'm in a public restaurant at three o'clock in the morning yeah. eating fried chicken and waffles. In walks Beyonce and Jay-Z. No one's going to believe this. I need to take a picture. What? They didn't think anybody was going to want to take a picture? And what? You're the security guy? You're going to tell me I'm not allowed? It's a free country, pal. Am I wrong? I mean, he'd still kick your ass. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, probably. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Yeah. So. Uh, but that was my one time that I saw them in person, like... From me to you, basically. Wow. We were that close hmm. to royalty. Really? American royalty, basically. And I'm Jay-Z and Beyonce. Hip-hop royalty. I mean, I would be, say beyond hip-hop at this point. Really? So, uh, All right, we have the JB Long call of that touchdown that Cappy was saying. Yep. All right, you do your JB Long first. No, let me hear it, and then I'll, and I'll be able to... No, you got to no, no, do, no, do, do it first. Well, here's the thing. Just listen for the tail off uh-huh. at the end, okay? Mm-hmm. Baker! The touchdown maker! Touchdown! Los Angeles! Just listen for the tail off. 23 remaining, 15 seconds. Mayfield flings it, left side, end zone. Caught! Caught! Caught by Van Jefferson! With nine seconds remaining! Touchdown! LA! 16 up! And a Matt Gay extra point can win it. Mayfield, comma, Baker, the touchdown maker. He did it like twice, not every time. He did it like, LA! The first, yeah, the first He one, did yeah, that he did. one, and there was one one before that, but not every time like you do it. If you listen to J.B. Long, 
That's the way he calls exciting plays. And I really love it. Adam is so mad at you in the studio right Why? now. He's saying you're doing his oh, boy dirty. Oh, Bronstein. I didn't realize Bronstein was here. Hold on a second. Let me, I just knocked my headphones. Hey, I feel like I'm going to They're coming to, to you from LA Live. It's the LAFC. No, that, is Mario in there too? No, but oh. I mean, I like, to, I like oh. to impersonate our announcers. Yeah, I, I go ahead, Bronny. Hi, Bronny. Uh, just, you, you're doing our boy dirty like that. Dirty? I agree. Dirty, I'm doing him clean. That's a drop. What are like like I'm just asking, are certain things dropping while you're making this call? Because it sounds like you're just peeking at all the wrong times. Really? Really. Doesn't sound good, huh? Uh, sorry. Sorry, Scott. I love JB Long. I love his L- calls. A lot of people do. He, yeah. He has some of the best calls out there. Yes, he does. Yes, just he like does one George mean. Sedano. Now I, I need to work on a Sedano impression. Next game Sedano does. What's your next game? Uh the LA Bowl this weekend. Ooh, the L.A. Bowl. Which you can hear on this station. Okay. Can I call a timeout real quick? Sure. Did you see last night, and I think it was last night. Yeah. Did you see Jimmy Kimmel on his show last night? I did not, no. Did you know what he, what happened last night? I would imagine he had one of the teams. He did. He had uh, the or team. Or maybe both. No, no, he had one team. He had uh, Fresno, Fresno State. State. Right, Fresno okay. State. Because it's Fresno State, Washington State, for those right. that don't know. And Jimmy, I love this about Jimmy Kimmel. I love self-deprecation. Jimmy is essentially admitting to his national television audience, uh, nobody's buying any tickets for this game. Right. In fact, he showed a, a screen of SoFi Stadium. Yeah. He's like, see all the blue? Those are the available seats. Yeah. So like, he totally made fun right. of the fact that it's likely going to be empty because right. Fresno State, Washington State doesn't necessarily sell out well, SoFi. Well, I'll tell you this. Last year's game, yeah. I did Utah State and Oregon State because I did the game. Mm-hmm. And there was like 25,000 there. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm just... Yeah. No, That's what just, bowl games are now. Right, but that, to your point, and what I would say is, but what is SoFi seat, 70? Yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so it looks the, like a high school football game. Right, it doesn't look full. Right, yeah. but but Jimmy Kimmel to Making lean into it, it yeah. is very funny. Oh, I agree. Here, you want to hear it? Let me hear it. All right, you ready On for this, Saturday, Laura? just down the uh, freeway at SoFi Stadium, Fresno State and Washington State will face off in the second ever Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. There are still seats If you look at the areas in um, on the screen, the areas in blue, almost all the seats are available. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most luxurious college. You got so much leg room. It will. <laughs> the link to get tickets is labowlgame.com. This is just like when nobody came to my eighth birthday party, <laughs> which was also held in an empty football stadium. <laughs> Next year, we're calling it the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl, presented by Stiefel and Taylor Swift. <laughs> The players and coaches for Fresno State are actually here with us in studio tonight. There they are, the Bulldogs. Look at these guys. Oh, so young, so full of energy. Who is excited to be playing in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? And who who thinks they're going to win this weekend? Guillermo to buy beer after the show tonight. Yeah, there you go, Guillermo. You gotta, and remember, uh, none of you are allowed to leave until you sell 10 tickets each, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, good luck, guys. I'll see you at the game. You know, I thought of something you get me for Christmas, Guillermo. Remember last time we were talking? Yeah, yeah. Buy 5,000 tickets to the Jimmy Kimmel Ball. <laughs> okay, whatever you say. Yeah. All right, very good. George, help him out. Help, you're going to call the game. Uh, come hang out. You're going to call the game. Yeah. It, let me tell you, they have a special sandwich. 
the Jimmy Kimmel sandwich, which I had on the air last year. Which is what? Um, it was some sort of like marble pastrami on rye. Like it was delicious. Like, like a hot pastrami uh, on a marble rye? Yeah, no, no. it was cold. Okay. It was, it was cold. Cold pastrami. Yeah. Um, and like a little coleslaw, maybe? Yeah, a little bit of that. Spicy mustard? Oh, my God. It really? was delicious. Really? It was huge. Thousand Island? Huge, yes. Oh, huge. Beautiful. Huge. Um, and they don't normally sell that at SoFi Stadium, but they do for the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. That in itself, it's the best article of food I've had at that stadium. Well, I mean, given your, you know, your generosity when it comes to buying tickets, yeah. perhaps you might want to sell some tickets to a game that you're going to call. Well, if people want to go, you can go. I mean, it's 1230. Why don't you, uh, kick why, off. Why don't you buy Jimmy Kimmel five thousand tickets, and uh, you know, and then this way you're like Jimmy. I bought five thousand tickets. Merry Christmas, and then just spread the love all over town, I think George. That if anyone's buying tickets, it should be Jimmy Kimmel. Right. Yeah. Jimmy probably has more money than I do. Is my guess. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. As a nah. network late night talk show host. Right. Nah. That's nah. what I'm saying. Guy. Yeah. Nah. So, yeah. So people can go. It'd be fun. If you've never been to SoFi, it's an easy way to get in. It's not gonna. It's traffic near, won't be bad, and it won't be nearly as expensive as going to an NFL game or the national championship there. Obviously, so uh, you can experience SoFi. That's worth. That's worth it in itself. I have told people if you go to that stadium, you're gonna look. You're gonna look around and go, "Holy crap! This is the nicest place I've ever seen for a sporting event." It just really comes down to that video board. I'm telling you, there's nothing. It's incredible that compares to it. Yeah. You know, like I know people have told me recently they went to the Raiders stadium. Yeah. They're like it's a beautiful stadium. It's, it's fine. Here's what everybody says. It's a beautiful stadium on the outside. Yeah. When you get in, it's, all right. it's like, what did they do here? It's all right. Let me tell you what they did. They got Nevada and the Bank of America to whip up a stadium. They weren't doing what Stan Kroenke did. Yeah. And build Stanley's world. Yeah. Uh, all right. Coming up next, let's get to the actual Lakers Cowboys thing I wanted to get to, uh, including perhaps a reunion of sorts for the Los Angeles Lakers. We'll touch on that next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. There we go, Mariah. It's Mariah's season. She's back at number one. Of course she is. Yeah, it's it's her time. This is her time. She mm-hmm. owns Christmas. She really does. She's really one smart. Song. So smart by her. One song. Well, when you say so smart, you mean like when somebody brought her this song and she was like, oh yeah, of course I'll do this song, or do you mean- Because it'll play for ages. Yeah, but I mean, who knew that it was going to be like the number one Christmas song? Right, but because there hasn't been like an updated Christmas song in a long time. So she decided to do it at the time when we had the same old tired ass Christmas songs. Hey, I just want to say one thing to everybody who's listening. It's great. I love all the 710 listeners. I love all the ESPN LA app listeners. Mm Mm-hmm. But we got to get more YouTubers. 
Ay, Dios mío, tú y el YouTube. I mean, dude, come on. We should el have YouTube. millions of YouTube viewers. El YouTube. We should have millions, literally millions of people watching on YouTube. Okay. Okay, and we don't. We and, don't. And you know why we don't? Why is that? Because we haven't said one time the entire show we're on YouTube. Okay. Well, we also can tell them if they want to see my glasses on YouTube, they can do that. You look very cute. Yeah, thank you. In a nerdy kind of way. Yeah, they're just readers because my eyes... Clark get, Kent. My eyes get tired by this time of day. And so I feel like all of a sudden in the evening hours when I'm driving home to South LA, mm -hmm. I can't see as well on the freeway. Well, I can see fine on driving. It's just readers are, and it's more for like reading my computer. Further things are a little blurry. Oh, that's not good. No, really? That's Is that not bad? good, Cap. No. You got to you got to get like that's why it happens to me and I got to yeah. get I got to get the LASIK soon because my yeah, eye doctor bad. said that once that goes, it's never coming back. You can't correct that with LASIK. So yeah. you need to get it ASAP. What about glasses though? Like sometimes well, people yeah. have glasses and they'll go, I'll go, let me try those and then I put them on. I'm like, "Whoa." Wow, I can see that's really far away, and I can see that a lot better yeah, now. Yeah, I don't have those issues. I don't have far away issues. I just have, they're just readers, so I can read the computer and my whatever, or my phone or whatever. Hmm. You don't have like driving glasses, Cap? No, no driving glasses. I don't even have driving gloves. Okay. You know, like the gloves with the fingers cut off. No. no, I don't have driving glasses. No, I don't have driving gloves. That was something in the eighties. Oh, it was? Yeah. <laughs> really? It's like you wear them to the gym and then you drive in them. You know? <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyway. Um, Speaking about things that happened a long time ago, a long time ago, the Lakers traded Kyle Kuzma. Mm -hmm. And now there's rumors that he wants back, or not he, that allegedly the Lakers have kicked the tires mm -hmm. uh, at him coming back. But here's the thing. Yeah. Kyle Kuzma, smartly on his, in, on, in, on, I guess in his case, uh, has also put out a, a very uh, cryptic tweet. Well, I guess not so cryptic, right? But like... He put out a tweet saying, oh, it's great to be back in California. Something about the weather, because I guess the Wizards are on the road here in California. Nothing like when the wind hits you in California. This is the day after Chris Haynes of Bleacher Report says that the Lakers have kicked the tires on Kyle Kuzma. I love how you say, though, because I guess he's out here on a road trip. Yeah. Because here's the reality. I haven't seen Kyle Kuzma yeah. since he left the Lakers. Well, I mean, I have, but well, I, don't, I, know I, don't, have. I don't know the Wizards schedule by heart, you know? surprised yeah a little bit well i i also don't think the i i mean i told you this when he left to the wizards i'm like he's gonna put up a lot of numbers and he's gonna be on a team that's barely above 500 at best what's today's date today's december 15th oh damn and do you want to know where they are tell me they're 11 and 18 yeah and where are they scoring like 20 a game oh i thought you were gonna tell me where they were playing at oh i haven't told you that part yet no because um, that california air they're playing the clippers yeah but that's tomorrow or the 17th S sunday Okay, right. Oh, I'm sorry, Saturday. Okay, because I let me tell you something. I'm gonna. I don't know who the Clippers are playing tonight. Yeah. But I'm going over to the game. Uh, I can tell you who the Clippers are playing tonight. They played Minnesota last night. I know that because I was there. Yeah. Um, they are playing. Let's take a look. I got the Clippers tonight against the oh, Suns. Oh, the Suns. I'm going to the game. It's a good game. Really good game. Yeah. Suns have lost a couple in a row. Think I'll find Billy Crystal there tonight. Clippers have won a few in a row. It's an NBA TV special. Yeah, Although here in L.A. you don't need that because you got, you know, valleys. Yeah. I'm going to the game tonight. And not, why not, is that? Well, mostly because I'm going to go over there and, like, you know, just, like, kiss, kiss somebody's butt. Schmooze? Yeah, yeah. Right. Who are you schmoozing with? Some guy. Mm. Little bidnet. Is it a sided business? No, no, no. This is this is 710 bidnet. Oh. It's a little 710 business okay. tonight. Okay. You know, me and one of our yeah. marketing consultants. Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah. entertaining. Oh, that's nice. One of our clients. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. 
I was there for the Laker game in the in you know seeing clients and saying hello. I saw our friends Kirk uh, Cartosian at Tequila Mandala. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to you. Yeah. And then uh, you know and then hung out with uh, good looking Mark Cates. Hey, shout out to Mark Cates. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. New York City Marathon man. Yeah. Raising money for the but Alzheimer's Foundation. The Suns will be interesting um, because they uh, the Clippers are on a little bit of a winning streak. The Suns are on a little, little bit of a losing streak. You know something's coming to a head here. I doubt I'll see very much of the game. You're not. You're going to leave like at halftime. Too. Well, first I'm going to leave at halftime. That's yeah. automatic. Yeah. Second, I mean, again, I have no interest in the game. Yeah. So, although now that I see that it's the Suns, that actually makes me a bit more interested. Yeah. Because it's a good matchup. It should be. But I'm there to like. I'm there to hang out. I'm mm-hmm. there to talk. You know. Make nicey nice. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not really there to like go there and be like, ooh, intense. I got to see this game. Now I might walk down to courtside. I got to see if my boy Billy Crystal's there tonight. You know, I've decided. I'm going to find Billy at a Crystal game. I'm going to find Billy Crystal at a Clippers game. And what, you're going to do that, uh, you know, like an impersonation? Nah, I'm just going to need to talk to him. Right. I need to explain to him yeah. and the influence that he had in my life oh, okay. as a young man. Nice. You know? Yeah. Um, do you think the Lakers are going to bring back Kyle Kuzma? I mean, Kyle Kuzma probably needs... Here's the thing with Kyle Kuzma. Like, he's probably looking at it going, they kind of need me. They need a guy who could play a little D who can hit some shots from the outside, you know. But the problem with Kuzma while he was here, as you have, and I have talked about before, was when he was here, the problem was? Dude, he's got a big ego. I mean, he's a guy, in my opinion, who never could accept his role because he actually thought, wait a second, why is this guy, LeBron James, whoever the hell he is, why is he the star of the team? Why is he the one scoring all the points? Why is he the one in all the TV commercials? That should be me. And I'm and I'm I'm exaggerating, but in in reality, he just he never would accept his role on this roster. He always talked about if I had more minutes, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Or when I had more minutes, et cetera. So now he's got all the minutes in the world, except he's on a team that's seven games under five hundred. Well, if he was on the Lakers, he'd be on a team that's six games under five hundred. No, if he was on the Lakers, they'd probably be closer to five hundred, maybe probably a little better. Well, uh, let me ask you this. Because I, I think if they had a guy like Kyle Kuzma, which is the irony, um, they'd be a better team. Do you think that, A, he would be accepted back in this cl- in this locker room by yeah. LeBron? Yeah, I don't think. I don't. I, LeBron, do you, I, yeah, do you I think, think that's an issue at all. Do you think that this management would make a trade for him? Because that, in it, many ways... Is saying you screwed up. Big time. Yeah. So most, more often than not, Front offices don't like to be embarrassed by having to say, we sent this guy away, Mm -hmm. and now we need this type of player. Mm -hmm. So I question, would the front office really do that? Because it probably would make them look pretty dumb. Mm -hmm. And two, would he really truly, did he have enough of a good relationship with LeBron to be welcomed back into this locker room? I, I don't think LeBron has those issues, dude. If you can help LeBron win, he doesn't care who you are. I'm asking. Yeah. I don't, I, what I don't, was the name of the website you suggested I start earlier today? No Sourced Insider. No Sourced Insider.com yeah. is yeah. suggesting. Or, or No Source, pardon me. No Source Insider.com yeah. yeah. is questioning. Or how about Sourceless Insider? That's fine too. Yeah. Sourceless Insider.com yeah. is questioning yeah. whether or not LeBron <laughs> would welcome back yes. Kyle Kuzma. Not issue. Not- and we have zero sources to ask that question. Right. But what I would tell you is just based on knowing LeBron. As a player, because um, again, I don't really know him. Um, I don't think any of that stuff matters to him. If you can help him win, he's good. 
I don't know if he thinks he can win. Help him win. Uh, I think Kyle Kuzma, he thinks Kyle Kuzma can help them win. Yes, I do think that. Um, I think he should helps never, them. Should never, what they did after the bubble, I know it's ancient history. Right. After the bubble championship, yeah. whoever thought it was a great idea to revamp the roster rather than saying, let's well, try and run it back. It's actually that year wasn't, uh, they had some changes. They had Harold, they got rid of Dwight, they, but they still had KCP and Kuz on that team. They didn't trade them till the following year. And I feel like also like Danny Green. Right, Danny who back Green then I would be like gone. every yeah. time every time he would shoot I'd be like don't shoot. Yeah. Don't shoot. Yeah. But now yeah. I'd be like gosh Danny Green would be pretty good. Yeah. He'd be a pretty good shooter or someone team. like well, I mean Danny Green is not playing right now. He's on Memphis's roster but he's not playing at the You understand moment. what I'm getting at? No, no, I, someone like that. I get you. Do you? I do. Okay, just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. <laughs> but you they get me. I look a guy like Kuz makes sense and he's he's trolling a little bit on on Twitter, you know, with that tweet. Bet he'd love to come back. Yeah. You know why? Of course he would. He, he would. He, he would. misses being relevant. Well, not on only a, that. Not, no, I shouldn't say that. He's relevant. He's a good player. But he misses being on a team that's relevant because the Wizards are not. And if he, if Kyle Kuzma came back to the Lakers mm-hmm. and the Lakers were significantly improved by his presence. Then he'd be like, look, I was yeah, the missing piece. Right. Look well, what you guys did to me. So to your point, what I would I would add is on this team, he, he finally has a chance to be part of a big three. Because he would be, in my opinion, after LeBron and AD, the next best player. Sorry, Brody. Come on, man. Sorry. Why are you always knocking Brody? I'm not knocking him. I'm just being honest. I, know, I feel like you're taking a lot of shots at Brody. It's my yeah. guy. I'm just saying. I I mean, it is what it is. So, All right, coming up next, Radio Tinder. And then at 545, Blake's going to join us. There's a lot of Dodger news and a lot of potential Dodger news on the horizon. Mm. So we're going to talk to our guy, Balake, at 545. Radio Tinder is next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Where are you at? I was in the bathroom. Oh, really? Yeah, I was in the bathroom. Uh, there's no radio tinder open? Christopher didn't leave one? Oh, He's too busy. That. With a key. You know, like walking around with key holding his hand. In his three-piece suit. It's amazing. Chris is dressed in a three-piece suit. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn is dressed in like a pair of sweatpants and a hoodie. Yeah. What are they doing together? That's how it works. Either Chris got a dress down. It's a great song, though, by the way. I mean, I he have got a dress an old up. one, but it doesn't make sense to play no, it. No, it's fine. It's a great song. It, you know, it's the Freddie Freeman walk-up song, which, by the way, allows me to tease that there's a lot of Dodger stuff potentially going on. And Chewie's Chewy. all excited, too. So uh, He's mad that I got, that I got uh, you know, shafted for a Radio Tinder rejoin. Yeah, I would bet. Um, we'll bring that up to Christopher later. But, yeah, Balake is going to join us in, like, uh, 12 minutes or okay. so. Beautiful. So, But, Linz, Radio Tinder, hit it. I would do the whole thanks Christopher thing, but I can't. Won't even try it with my voice right now. Yeah. All right. So, guys, 
like you said, a lot of baseball news going on. And the Phillies, they signed pitcher Matt Strom to a two-year $15 million deal last week. Well, that's not the news. Because the reliever, who's coming off a decent season with the Red Sox, had an interesting approach to free agency. He said on a radio interview today that about 50% of the teams that he was considering signing with were, quote, off his board, regardless of the deal that they were going to offer him because they weren't contenders. He straight up said he does not want money. He just wants a ring. Do you guys think a lot of players think this way? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? I think it depends on just the type, you know, where that player is in their career, right? Like, I think that plays a huge factor into this stuff. A lot of guys historically have taken buyouts in basketball or, you know, signed for, you know, minimum deals or whatever in football and, um, and even in baseball, right? Like, guys at the end of their career have, you know, look at Albert Pools, right? Like, you know, ended up with the Dodgers. Now, didn't win a championship, but, you know, was that was the kind of the idea. Same thing with the Cardinals. Well, I think the Cardinals were ceremonial. They happened to be in the playoffs. But uh, I'll swipe right. Like, I think it's, it's absolutely there's a good number of players that think that way, depending on their age. Yeah, and depending on how much money they've made, too, right? Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, if, if you were – who's the pitcher? But by that- the way – what is the uh, what? How hilarious is it that immediately that's where you go, and that was the last thing on my mind well, until you said it. Because you're wrong, and I'm right. Okay. Because here's the thing. But you always think about money. Well, but think about this. Who is the Dodger pitcher that went to the Angels? Is it Tyler Anderson? That yes. sound right? Okay. Yeah. So Tyler Anderson, you have a chance one year, nineteen million dollars to stay with the Dodgers, or three years, thirty nine million dollars to go to the Angels. This guy, Tyler Anderson, mm-hmm. and I don't blame him not one bit, mm-hmm. said, I'd rather have the guaranteed $39 million yeah. rather than take the risk of playing for the 19 and this being my last chance to make a score. So he took three years at 39 to go play for a team that's not likely to be in contention versus one year 19 to stay with a, a team that, that's going to win. Well, and there's also the fact that it's going to be okay. The Angels can have Tyler, who had a great year last year, because the Dodgers are going to steal Shohei Otani next year. All I'm trying to say is is that certain players think about the money first. And other players... You would be that player. Well, it depends. It depends on where I am in my career. If I've already... But that was, yeah, that was my point. If I've already made my money, mm-hmm. the only reason I'm continuing to play is to win. Yeah. That's it. But this guy hasn't. Like, he's he's still like a younger reliever that I guess, like, you know, he hasn't had one of those big, huge deals yet. So I feel like it's kind of weird, or not weird, but it's just different. To hear like a younger player kind of that a player wants you know. to win more than he wants to make money. Good for him. Yeah, I think so. Do you want some? Halls? I remember halls. I actually, nah. Well, I could use some halls. Yeah. Can you deliver them to me? I mean, throw it through the microphone. Little halls meant to lift this, yeah. huh? Yeah. Stuff is good. What are you using it for? I don't, you all right? My throat's a little scratchy. Come on. What are you going to get me sick? No, I, I'm just. Come I, on. Do I have to put a mask on in the sure. studio? Go put it on. You have it backwards, by the way. You know, I put a mask on earlier. I hope today. it's yours. It is mine. Okay, good. You want to know why I have this mask? Because uh-huh. I was going into the Starbucks downstairs and I thought I was going to get shamed if I wasn't wearing a mask. No, no. Turns no, out nobody I was, was wearing I was the only person wearing yeah. a mask. Yeah. But that's good because you know, it's, it's going around again. Yeah, everybody and pretty much, I would say at least half the people in Vegas were wearing masks. And I was telling Sedano today, like, I've been to Vegas probably like 10 times since the pandemic started. And this was the least careful I was, you know, probably because everyone's like, you know, whatever. And yep. And I was like, it's so gross if you think about it, like rolling dice and like, you know, hitting the slot machines and stuff like, oh, Vegas is a bad place to spread that stuff. Mm hmm. Why? I just Ugh. I just was having this discussion this morning. I think I'm ready to get my next booster. 
I already got it. Yeah, I already. You got should two. get it, Cap, because I didn't get one, and I'm paying for it. Let right. me tell you. Right. So I had, so I had the, the two shots, and then the one booster. I've never had a second booster. Oh, People are into their third and fourth, yeah, aren't they? I'm already in my third. I'm about to get my third. Yeah. I only had on the one. one, the one, and I didn't get the new like Omicron one, and this is no fun. I'm getting not it. A, not I'm, at get, all. I'm getting the new. I'm getting the booster, and I'm getting my second shingle shot. Good for you, Cappy. Need it. Um, Good job. I Thank know you. someone who has shingles now. Uh, an older lady who. Um, who helps my mom, mm-hmm. and uh, she can't help my mom right now because she's in so much pain dealing with shingles. Yeah, I don't oh. want shingles. Yeah, they say you're supposed to get that shot. Uh, I, my sister had it um, shortly after turning fifty. Said it was the most painful thing she'd ever experienced yeah. in her life. I got to get the second shot. Yeah. All right. What's next, Linz? All right. So Grubhub offered a deep dive into what its customers ordered the most in 2022. Mm-hmm. The food delivery service shared its annual report on national food ordering trends and eating habits, calling it, quote, a year of takeout wrapped in layers of comfort. And the number one order of the year. Do you guys want to guess what it was? I'll take a stab. OK. Chick-fil-A. No, no, no. What item? Oh, pizza. Nope. Oh, oh, um, oh, gosh. Burgers. Nope. Those are both on the list, but it was burritos. Oh, right. There we go. Es un burrito. Yep. Yep. It was a a jump from number eight in 2021. And then the rest of the list is cheeseburgers, cheese pizza, pad thai, and chicken quesadillas. Pad thai? So, yeah, I love pad thai. So do I, but I wouldn't think that it'd be a top five. Really? That's impressive. right. Yeah. Well, are any of these foods on your frequently ordered list from food delivery app? Swipe left or swipe right. Kepi, you go first. Um, I will admit that um, I rarely, rarely use food delivery services. But when I do, es un burrito. Yeah, I don't know why. But for whatever reason, the only time I ever really order with a food delivery service is like this little Mexican place. that's like right around the corner from my house, which I could walk there. I could drive there in two minutes. I think what happened is I was leaving and I needed to order dinner for my kids, so I just ordered, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, burritos are more of a northern Mexican thing. Like, uh, it's, you know, closer to, like, Texas border. Like, mm-hmm. if you go south in Mexico, they don't, like, Laura, am I right? Like, in south, the southern part of Mexico, the, the Yeah, bur- they don't really do burritos. That's not a thing. Very Americanized thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, no, it's Mexican, but it's it's definitely more, it's more Americanized they, for they sure. They feel like it's yeah. Americanized. Yeah. I ordered a burrito once and they're like. They looked at you all sideways. Yeah, they're like, no eres de aquí. Oh! I'm like, oh, that hurt. Really? It's true, yeah. though. You ain't from there. I'm not, but yeah. my family is. I'm just saying. They they, they, wrong. they, they spotted me. you right away. They shamed me. By yeah. the way, Beto actually sent me a really funny text speaking of that today. How funny is it? I'll tell you right now. You tell me how funny you think it is. He sent me a funny text, so I'm just going to read this on the air. He says, bro, with a bunch of O's and an exclamation mark. A guy walks into my barbershop while I'm getting a hot towel shave. Good for you getting a hot towel shave. I've never had one. Me neither. Uh, and starts saying he saw the Mexican guy on ESPN wearing a turtleneck and bought one. <laughs> Laughing, crying emoji. The barber the barber tells him, Beto doesn't work MBA. Dude says, not Beto, the other Mexican on ESPN radio, George. <laughs> I love it. Uh, That's amazing. See, uh, what's next, Linz? All right, last one here. So Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle had a stop on their tour last night in Palm Desert. Mm-hmm. Cappy, you're missing out by not going to that show, by the way. I know, I know. I missed them in San Diego. I missed them in San Diego. They had two nights. I missed them. I know. Well, both comments who have been subject of controversies over the past year, of course, uh, they said that they pulled no punches with the sold out crowd. And everyone, of course, was waiting for Chris Rock to comment on the whole Will Smith slap controversy thing. 
But all he said was, quote, life is good. And I'll talk about that whole bleep when I get paid. So instead of having you guys swipe, I'm going to ask in what like forum or way do you expect Chris Rock to talk about this whole Will Smith slapping incident? He keeps saying he's only going to do it when he gets paid. So what's what's going to happen? Like, what's this going to look like? I think this is the best way you can promote cited. You think so? Get your investors to yeah. give you whatever the money it's going to take to get Chris Rock on sided uh, on the platform. Ooh, that's good. And that's how you get sided. You really take sided to a different stratosphere. I know I'm not even joking idea. with that. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of, of it's a solid idea, obviously. Can you stream on sided? Haven't, haven't really worked on that yet. You should get there. You think we should? I mean, if you can get Chris Rock yeah. at the right price. Do I was a thinking, streams presented by sided. Oh, now there you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, how about like um, if Chris Rock has a Netflix special where it's Chris Rock and Will Smith sitting together, Yeah. need a mediator, yeah. you know, somebody yeah. in the middle, Yeah. but Netflix pays to get Chris Rock and Will Smith back together again. Yeah. Is that something anybody I, do, would watch? Do you want to you host it? I would it? love to. Yeah. I would love to, but I don't yeah. think I'm the right guy for no. it. No. I think the right person for it is either like The Rock because just in case things get a little crazy, he can take care and the of the rock got to kick some ass, okay? Or or maybe it's Oprah because both of these oh, guys would have so much respect no for Oprah, question. right? Nobody, yeah, but nobody so wants happy to see Oprah. Oprah. Oh, I do. I Oprah would get them. Oprah yeah. would get them going. By the way, touchdown, George Kittle. Purdy looks pretty pretty good tonight again. Um, yeah, I, I I think Oprah's actually a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm I mean, happy. I like your rock idea. It's funny. But I actually think Oprah uh, makes more sense. She's actually a classic interviewer as well. That, and again, there would be a lot of respect for Oprah, you know, um, where nobody's going to come across the table. Hey, guys, chill. You know, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, he picks somebody up right what, by the groin. What did you say, Laura? I said, I'm proud of Cap because that's growth. He would like own that and take it. And he actually passed the he baton. He passed it up to Oprah yeah. and The Rock. Oh, you mean because you think I would normally say, yes, yeah. I'd like to host yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would. No, I he mean, said he would. I would. I know, I'd but like I, to. you know, he would fight for that. And right but now he gave it up. Not, I was like, I'm, I'm not so the right guy for you. it. Not the right guy. Happy, weird. That's growth, well, bro. Well, no, but you know, I have a. Have we, I think we've rubbed off on you. I have a prejudice. I have a bias in this entire thing. I'd be anti Will Smith. I'd be pro Chris Rock. I'm not, I'm not in the middle. You're so reasonable. Who are you? I'm on one side. Who, what happened to you? And I mean this in a nice way, yeah. actually. Hey, Oprah, if you are listening right now, yeah. girlfriend. You know she's listening. Girlfriend. Her and Stedman on the app. Well, they're yeah. probably up in Montecito right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're hanging out. And Hey, girlfriend. By the way. Do this. These halls? Yeah. They're good. Nice hall, huh? Yeah. And here's the thing. It clears the kind of the nasal passages a little bit, too. You forget about that. What flavor we got here? This is like lemon. It's funny you opened it up. I thought it was a bag of chips. Yeah. And it was just like sitting here. I'm like, wait, you're gonna open up a bag of chips that's just been sitting here? Well, if it's a, if it's clo- if it's a sealed bag of chips, why wouldn't you I try thought it? it was like a brand new bag of chips that somebody left here and that you just decided to open and eat. Turns I, out they're halls. I'd do it, but the halls I figure are shareable. They are very shareable. Yeah. Thank you for mine. So all right, that is Radio Tinder each and every day at five thirty adjacent. Coming up next, the Dodgers making moves. I mm. think flying under the radar a little bit. Is there anything else coming? We'll talk to Blake Harris, our Dodger Insider, next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So Balake is going to join us here. Blake Harris, our Dodger insider. And this is his uh, girlfriend's uh, favorite Christmas song. Little George Michael. Hello, Balake. How's it going, guys? Um, Cappy, did you did I tell you the story that I text Balake on Sunday? Tell me. So I'm at the Dolphins Chargers game, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting next to um, this couple. I mean, a lot of people, obviously, whatever. But um, my wife gets up and she's like, "Do you want to get some? You want me to get some food?" I'm like, "Yeah." This is after you got the sushi for forty eight dollars. Correct. Got she it. Says, this is when we got the tacos where I, you know, almost chewed on a bone. Right. Um, and my wife gets up, so there's an empty seat between me and this lovely couple sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. And the guy says to me, hey, I just wanted to introduce myself. I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like, um, I'm friends with Blake Harris. I went to college with him, I think he said to me. And my name is Brady, and I met his wife. They were newlyweds, basically. Um, and then I took a picture with them, and I sent it to Blake. And that, uh, So I sent Blake that text on Sunday. Balake, I mean, the fact of the matter is this. You have gone from... A guy who sent out a tweet who said, I'm out, I got, I got knocked out, to you are an international superstar <laughs> across multiple platforms yes. and different verticals. Do you agree or disagree? I mean, it really is unbelievable, Cappy. I mean, I almost can't leave my apartment anymore <laughs> because I'm just kidding from far to the left and right where if I just want to go get a burrito across the street, that's too much of a hassle. So, yeah, because, uh, because of George helping me get on the show, I mean, it really has changed my life. But like you said, they're all over. I mean, you can't even go to SoFi Stadium without finding a, uh, a friend of Blake Harris. There That's you right. Go. That's yeah. how it is. I know. It's like being Michael Jackson all of a sudden. You just can't even walk across the street to get a burrito. <laughs> right. That's exactly what I feel bad for you, man. Balake is. Uh, so, Balake, let me ask you this question, okay? Because there's a lot of baseball stuff that I'd like to get into with you. Um, but let's start with the Dodgers, who I feel like are shopping for... In, in the bargain bin, but for what I think are interesting reclamation projects. What do you make of the three signings they've made? They've been interesting, to uh, to say the least, so far. I mean, seeing all these other teams, you know, the way that they're making trades, the signings they're doing, and the Dodgers, they're making trades for players you've never heard of, and obviously the most notable is Noah Syndergaard. So, I mean, this is an interesting one, I thought, because at least Noah Syndergaard, He's shown, you know, in years past that he's capable of being an all-star caliber starter. So I actually really like that signing by the Dodgers. But, I mean, the moves they've made this offseason, they clearly want to stay under that luxury tax. They're looking to pick up guys that are going to be cheap and effective. So uh, an interesting offseason plan so far. But if the season started tomorrow, this would still be a team that would probably win at least 93 games or so. Now, let let me kind of give you my idea of what I think they're trying to do. I think that they're shopping in the bargain basement bin um, for reclamation projects. You mentioned Noah Syndergaard, who obviously at one point was an incredible pitcher, uh, who has not been able to stay healthy, right? But Jason Hayward, um, I'm missing someone else. Is it? Um, it's this guy they got from the A's. You talking Shelby, about this infielder, Shelby Miller, Shelby Miller right? Oh, okay. Shelby Miller. Um, 
So they've got these guys in here, and then maybe they win a job. Maybe they're at least on the roster as kind of like, you know, a backup role player type. But to me, what I'm looking at is this gives them a clear path to at least in spring training and maybe even early in the season, give guys like uh, Miggy Vargas, right? Miguel Vargas, Cartaya, uh, Bush, Pages, those young guys, give them a chance to win some jobs or at the very least potentially be on the big roster. Hold on. What? Wait, you're mentioning names that, frankly, I, are you talking about minor league guys, yeah. minor league prospects? These are some of their best prospects. Okay. Yeah. All right. What do yeah, you think? I mean, it seems like that's what the Dodgers, they, they kind of want to do. They want to just go into spring training, like you said, with a bunch of open roster spots. And let the kids play, see what happens, because the Dodgers have probably four, five, six prospects that are consensus top 100 prospects in all of baseball. And we've seen over the last decade, Corey Seager, Cody Bellinger, Julio Rodriguez, Walker Bueller, they're just loaded with talent that comes up and they make a major impact. So I think they're banking on a lot of these guys being difference makers that can really help the Dodgers. I mean, if all things go according to plan, if these prospects reach you know, their potential, if they meet expectations, the Dodgers are going to be a really, really good team. The problem is you're relying on four to five guys that literally have no big league experience. So it's a risky move, but the Dodgers know better than anyone, and I trust them to do so. Yeah, but I think you're right when you say the problem is. You know what the other part of the problem is? Is that more guys have left you know, and when I say guys, I'm talking impact guys. Over the last two years, Seager obviously takes off mega contract. Trey Turner takes off monster contract. And the Dodgers haven't gone into the game that the Padres and the Giants have gone into, which is the 12, 13 year, 300 plus million dollar contract. So it's unusual for Dodger fans to see the Dodgers doing what teams that normally don't have money do. Whereas teams that don't usually spend like this have gone crazy. That, that to me, I think is the problem is that the fans haven't seen the Dodgers make a big move yet, a big splash. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, coming into the offseason with how many notable free agents there were, I think a lot of fans were expecting at least one player to get a sort of, you know, not necessarily a mega deal, but maybe like a guy that'll sign for six or seven years. But I, I think we talked about this in last week's show, and I'm still standing by this. I, I think the reason... The Dodgers are holding firm. They're standing pat. I think that's because next offseason, they're willing to uh, back up the Brinks truck, and they're going to give Shohei a checkbook and say, put your number down, and we will give it to you. And however many years he wants, I I think they'll give it. So that's my guess, is that they're waiting for next year to really just give a historic contract out. I I also think, though, that they're not looking to spend on somebody like a Trey Turner, just as an example, because of what you just said. But there's this thing, and I was telling George this the other day, Blake, and I would never have come up with this on my own. It was a friend of mine who's a quote-unquote baseball insider who said, yeah, but they also don't know what they might owe a player who's no longer with the team. They may get all that money back, or they may have to pay that player. You probably can figure out the picture I'm talking about. So before they go make big money moves, they got to figure out what the budget is based on what baseball is going to do with this guy. Do you understand that? Yeah, the he, he who shall not be named. I, I agree, Scott, because the Dodgers are in a very interesting scenario here. I mean, there's a chance that they owe him zero dollars and zero cents, or there's a chance that they're going to owe him thirty-five to fifty million. And unfortunately, the way the process is shaping out, it looks like the Dodgers aren't going to have an answer for at least another month or so. So I definitely think that's a, a main factor in the Dodgers kind of playing it, you know, by ear because. That's a lot of money that they might still be on the hook for. So 
they're in a really, really difficult spot with that whole situation. Now, there is some recent news, uh, obviously, that we, since the last time we spoke to you. Carlos Correa has gone to the Giants, and uh, Carlos Rodon, who was with the Giants, has now gone to the Yankees. Uh, what do you make of those particular signings for those particular squads? Yeah, I, I thought it was a great move by the Giants because, you know, they were all in on Aaron Judge. They just missed out. But if you're willing to spend $350 million on a player, well, there's another player that's just as valuable. So I thought it was a great signing by them. And the Radon one, I, I thought he was going to get a lot more money. So I, I thought that was a great move by the Yankees. I, I was a little hopeful the Dodgers could somehow swing it to get uh, Carlos Radon because I think he's a really great starting pitcher. But six years, I mean, that, that's a lengthy contract for a guy that's only been pretty good for two seasons. So not too worked up over that, but some, some really good free agent signings by some teams uh, the last couple of weeks is, the Dodgers are over here acquiring, uh, I think his name is J.P. Firesign from the Tampa Bay Rays. That's like yeah, I saw you. I saw you tweet about that earlier today, actually. Yeah, I think it's – I really should get the name going. But essentially, he's a decent reliever from the Rays. Didn't allow a run last year, but the only problem is – Not playing. He's likely not going to pitch in yeah. 2023 with an injury. Didn't yeah. I also see them make a move for some infielder from the A's that I've never heard of before? It was like some 24-year-old kid. You guys know about that one? Oh, not not only that. I don't have his numbers in front of me. Apparently, this guy is five foot nine, one hundred and forty pounds. They call him the mosquito. Let's see here, twenty four year old switch hitter, uh, Yanni Hernandez, and mosquito, right from the A's in exchange for cash. When you hear exchange for cash, you're like, well, how much? Like ten bucks, twenty bucks, a hundred dollars? What are we talking about here? It's probably a couple hundred grand. I had to guess. Yeah. Yanni Hernandez. This so. is this is the big splash the Dodgers have made so far. No, okay. Do you think they're in on Swanson? I, I do think they're in, but I think they're only in if they get the price they want. Right. Based on how these shortstop contracts have folded over the last couple of weeks, I think Swanson's probably going to sign for an average of twenty-five to thirty million, and I don't see the Dodgers going that way. But if his market, you know, completely collapses and the Dodgers could get him for something like twenty to twenty-two million. I think they'll step in, but okay. if I were to guess, I think he goes somewhere else. So how do you feel about Gavin Lux as your starting shortstop on opening day before we let you go? Well, uh, you know, I guess there are worse options out there, but like I've said in the past, watching him throw from second base is uh, scary enough, so I don't think putting him further away from first base is a great idea, but hey, maybe he'll prove me wrong. Maybe he's got a little Steve Sachs in him, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, maybe he'll be maybe he'll be better over at short. Uh all right, Maybe you will. Balake, make sure Blake Harris, our Dodger insider, go to his sub stack, of course. That's where you can see all his great work. Nobody's doing better work on the Dodgers than our man Blake. Uh, the podcast, Inside the Ravine. Um, the Twitter, of course, uh, Blake Harris, TBLA. And then if you like college football, the kid's got a college YouTube page, too. So right. go there. Uh, Harris highlights as well. All right, pal. Um, happy holidays, because I'll be gone next week, so I, I definitely won't talk to you. But uh, maybe I'll see one of your friends and just send you a picture again. How about this, George? How about you take a photo with me this Saturday? Because I'm actually going to be at SoFi. There you one go. 3,000 people in attendance for the Jimmy Kimmel Text. Bowl. So text me. Did I'm going to be there from like, I get there like, a, I'm going to get there like a 930. So I'll be there super early. Did you buy tickets? I, I bought tickets. And actually, uh, the reason I'm going is one of my Substack subscribers is throwing a massive Fresno State tailgate party. Nice. So I'm rolling through because of that. I've never been to SoFi, so I figured 
well, this is the best chance I'll get, so why not? Well, there's supposedly going to be a decent amount of Fresno State fans there. There's an easy drive, you know what I mean? Like, not easy, but not hard, you know what I mean? So I've heard that that actually is the contingent that's going to be pretty prominent. Jimmy Kimmel is going to be very happy to hear that you bought tickets to this game because he was hawking them last night on his show. Right, yeah. So good job by you, Balake. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've heard these Fresno State fans go hard, so... We'll see if I'm able to make it in by kickoff or someone's going to have to. <laughs> it might be a uh, uh, LA Union Station 2.0 all over right. again. You should drink a beer point. for every touchdown they score. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it might be a high scoring game. To. Don't do that. All right. I might have to. Yeah. Uh, all right, Balake, we'll talk to you. Then text me on Saturday. I'll stop by and say hello. Will do. Thanks as always, guys, and have a great holiday season. For all right, back there. To you. there you go. See ya. All right, Blake Harris, our Dodger insider. I told you where you can find him. Go find him at all those places. All right, what you need to know is coming up next. Plus, Could the West be coming back to the Lakers considering the way things have transpired near the top? We'll get to that in a second.